0: trying to decide whether that new game is worth your 60 dollars or maybe you're just wondering if an old game is worth your time well you came to the right place this is the only podcast that tries to answer the question
1: should i buy it though
0: hey everybody welcome back to should i buy it though uh and i bring you tales from my kitchen uh, is TJ, and it's Tales from the Berry. <laughs> or I guess I should say Tales of the Kitchen, because Tales from would be a different game, right? That's
1: true, it would be Tales of.
0: Yeah, so Tales of My Kitchen and Tales of the Berry. And this week, we are going to talk about the beloved JRPG classic, Tales of Vesperia. Woo And TJ, correct me if I'm wrong, but the Tales series, that's one of your favorites ever, right?
1: Yes, the Tales of series is definitely probably my favorite franchise.
0: Tales of Symphonia? Is that the number one for you? That's
1: the first one that I played and the one that got me into it.
0: Hell yeah. GameCube. So this series means a lot to TJ, for sure. I might have him take the reins in a couple moments here, but uh, this game originally came out in 2008 for the PS3, uh, I believe the Xbox 360, and then it was uh, later re-released as like a definitive edition for the uh, PS4, which is what I played it on, and the Nintendo Switch, which um, TJ was just telling me he recently played it on as well. Um, so... TJ says, this is sort of like your baby here, the Tales series, Tales Uh of Vesperia. Why don't you go ahead and take the reins? I do want to ask you real quick before we jump into it. Is this game, Tales of Vesperia, considered to be, like, among the best of the franchise? Is it, like, middle of the road? Where does it rank amongst other Tales games?
1: Um, when it comes to Tales games, at least, like, for... People who aren't in the series... I see even people who do enjoy the series. Like, the they alternate between this one, Tales of Vesperia, and Tales of Symphonia okay. as number one, and number two, and then Tales of Berseria, which is actually newer than both of them, is, like, number three. Gotcha. But, like, this is definitely probably the best kind of entry point for someone not used to the series.
0: Okay. I see. So... That's good to know, actually. That's very, very good to know because this was my first Tales game. I had never played it before this one. So, where do you think is a good place to start in terms of talking about it? You want to go combat? You want to go story? You want to go visuals? What do you think?
1: Um, I think we can go visuals. I feel like combat is kind of like the biggest. I mean, they obviously have like a bunch of story, but I think combat is like the biggest chunk. Of
0: I would agree for sure. The game. So for visuals, um. I don't have a comparison point to the very original game, but this definitive one that I played, it looked really cool. I mean, the the visuals are very, very nice. Um, It goes back and forth. Mainly the biggest chunk of it in the game is a very uh, colorful, uh, poppy sort of... Not anime style, because they also have the anime major cutscenes that you watch that are sort of like Ghibli-esque. But... um, What you'd expect from an anime game where there's colors everywhere. Um, The little characters, they're not chibi by any means, but they're, you know, they're cutesy character models. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And uh, the environments look very nice uh, again that that very poppy vibrant color palette that they put into these games helps it go a long way but even for a game that was originally released on the ps3 i'm like this looks very good i i like the art design a lot here um and it was cool to look at what do you think
1: yeah i mean like it definitely they've treated it well um again this is a very good entry point into the series itself like the colors look amazing it's very anime-esque yeah um, Like, if you do not like anime, you definitely can't play these games.
0: Even the cutscenes, because uh, for something like uh, Kingdom Hearts, say, uh, cutscenes and FMVs in those are not traditional, like, anime, but this one in particular goes hard in the... Uh, oh, yeah. It, it was like watching a Ghibli movie, honestly, or watching an anime, because of those major cutscenes that actually you're watching...
1: <laughs> and it um, actually does have an anime. Oh, it does. Yeah.
0: Okay, that that explains it then. It does it follow the story of the game or is it something totally different?
1: You know, I never actually watched the anime. So, I want to okay. say it follows the story?
0: I'm sure it's like the Persona animes where it, like vaguely follows the story. There might be a couple differences, but for the most part it's the same. Probably. But yeah, I have no complaints about um, how the game looks visually. I have no complaints about how it runs. Uh, it, it what do you very think about smooth. like how
1: it sounds?
0: Sounds in terms of just regular sound effects all around, or the music?
1: Um, I guess like both.
0: Okay. Well, sound effects I had no complaints. I thought that was all traditional JRPG stuff. Um, very cartoony, very fun. But the music... My two major gripes with the game, we'll get to the second one later, but one mm-hmm. of my major ones that I noticed was actually with the music because I come to expect from these JRPGs to have, like, masterclass pieces of um, just music going on around you at all times. And this one, while the music was good, it wasn't very memorable for me, um, at least in this one, in Tales of Vesperia. I, I don't know. Going through the game it was just there. It wasn't really something I paid particular attention to. Um I don't know if that's a common thing or if that was just me, but the music did not stand out for me.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um, Do you like the music? Like I like the music, but like then again, I'm not that like person that gets super involved in like video game music like i'm not going to an orchestra to hear people play final fantasy <laughs> even even though like it's like the soundtrack is amazing like that's
0: just not i'm not that I guy i haven't done that yet but i i want to I as think long as it's not like coming jarred. nearby in december i feel like for final fantasy 7 that i might check out but we'll see <laughs> um, what that's interesting yeah So, yeah, um, anything else technical-wise? We covered sound, visuals, music, anything else? um, Well, voice acting, I guess we could touch on. Ha. Uh, (laughs) Go
1: ahead. All right, so the voice acting in this game is, like, okay. Um, The thing about it, too, is the fact that with the Definitive Edition, a lot of the voices were recast. Okay. And it's not like... They redubbed everything. They would just like any of the new content would have like a new voice, and it would be like someone's impression of the previous, including
0: (laughs) Troy Baker, right? Who played? Yeah, Troy
1: Baker was in the original,
0: for and for the most part, they left him the same. Like his voice is there; you could totally hear it. But there was a few scenes here and there. I'm like, wait, that's not Troy. (laughs) What happened? Yeah, unless and it's
1: just weird because like a lot of this well not a lot of this game but like a lot of the fun of like the tales games too is while you're traveling and stuff um they open up to they're like little cutscenes scenes that you can choose to watch if you want which is kind of like manga style they have like walking little characters and they like talk and they interact so you can see like character building and like how the characters interact with each other yeah but like they're all voiced. So like if, if you hate the voices, then you're just stuck here and you're just like, "Oh my god, this is awful."
0: If I were to do this game a second time, to- I didn't beat the game just for the record. I it's a long I managed game to get to the ghost ship part, which okay. I, I believe is like was that 40% of the way through? Something like it. Maybe. But um if I were to play through this again, I would go with the Japanese voices. Just yeah. because the English ones, if you like the characters, you will grow attached to them, like I did. But uh, th- it's not the best; like it's passable, but um, it yeah, can, by no means are you going to like this is amazing. Like it can be very flat at times. Yeah, um, not a lot of emoting going on in a lot of scenes, but and it's
1: hard because they have like great people in here.
0: They do. I mean. Troy Baker is like Troy Mr. Baker, Voice. Johnny Actor, man.
1: Young Bosch, Tara Strong, like That's right. Who did Johnny Young Bosch play? Uh, who did Johnny Young Bosch play? Um he voiced
0: Amil. Oh, okay. Cool. I heard a couple that sounded familiar, but I couldn't put my finger on it just troy baker but um yeah so for the most part the voice acting it was okay it's not offensive it's not obviously a masterpiece but it's kind of middle of the road like you know you're gonna get what i don't want to say what you expect from a jrpg because there's a lot of great voice acting in jrpgs but it's basic is what i'm trying to say it's it's, it's nothing fantastic um, yeah, there's nothing
1: to write home about, to be honest with you.
0: Exactly. So, TJ, did, did you want to move into story first or gameplay first?
1: Um, I guess we can move into story a little bit.
0: Okay. So, not to be a negative Nancy at the very beginning of the review, but this is where my second major complaint comes in. <laughs> okay. Uh, the story of the game. I don't care. <laughs> I just don't, to put it bluntly. Um, there was many times I found myself spamming the X button to get through certain scenes because I'm like, this is still going on and on and on. It takes them a while to get to the point. Um, it does, it's especially a lot in the of, beginning. Yes, the beginning. Look, I one thing I will say in the game's favor, I did eventually grow to like it, but you have to get past those first, five to ten hours I want to say like five I'll give it the benefit of the doubt but you're essentially just a repairman is what you're doing for the whole beginning part of the game a, a repairman with a sword you you play as the character Yuri who lives in the lower quarter of this city and he has to go find what is known as a blastia core which is meant to fix the fountain in the lower quarter that's like overflowing so he's going on the hunt for this thing that was stolen um and he gets wrapped up in other storylines through the kingdom there that he lives in, uh, through other characters that are a part of these these guilds—not thieves guilds, but like uh, what are they called? They're like mercenaries, essentially. They have yeah, like
1: mercenary guild. guilds. Like yeah. any, like if you watch basically any easy kai or anything like that or play mmo rpgs like the guilds like that's right. where adventurers go to do things
0: and once you run into these different stories and characters that's where the game starts getting better and of course when you unlock more gameplay mechanics the game gets far better than how it started off but oh boy those initial hours are not a good way to showcase what this game is all about that does.
1: it takes <sighs> it's definitely a dig in the beginning
0: and if this is a good starting point for people that are getting into the series for the first time, I can't imagine the number of people that just turn away because of those first couple of hours because you're not doing a whole lot. And we'll get to gameplay when we get to gameplay, but 90% of this game is you walking around and seeing cutscenes that pop up all the time and clicking through message boxes and going from point A to point B. And the other 10% is the really like excellent gameplay. But a lot of the time, I'm just like, "What? when is the game going to start, you know? Uh-huh. That's what I was thinking the whole time. I don't know if that... if Well, you like the game, so you might not agree, but do you get where I'm coming from?
1: No, like, again, like, the one thing that I hate the most, and all the Tales games have it, um, is the walking. Like, <laughs> a lot of the Tales games, like, there's just a lot of walking. Um, some of the newer games... Have kind of, like, fixed some of that and allowed you to use, like, certain items you can teleport back from towns and other places and out of dungeons and stuff to help speed it up. Out of dungeons would have
0: helped, for sure. Yeah.
1: But in, like, every Tales game, there reaches a point where you get some kind of, like, vehicle or something that just allows you... Especially once you get, like, access to the world map, it just gives you an ability to just, like go wherever you want to go, explore, travel faster, and that's the part where you're just like, oh my god, this is
0: great. I have a boat now, so there's that. (laughs) (laughs) But honestly, I, I know we're not really talking about gameplay, but in terms of the walking, I didn't, compared to other JRPGs, I actually did not mind it so much, because the game is very, very clear about where it wants you to go always, which I think is a godsend, because in classic PS2 JRPGs, they are not very straightforward with where to go next or what to do. you got to figure that shit out on your own. But in this game, it's like, oh, we need to head to this town that's in the northwest from here. And I'm like, okay, great. I know exactly where to go. And it's not that far away from your initial location. So that was wonderful. And there's no random battles. Um, they're, they're all enemies that pop up in the field. So you could choose to engage with enemies or not. Which I also love.
1: <laughs> oh yeah.
0: Oh my god, that was amazing when I saw. it. So you're like,
1: oh, I don't want to fight here. Up, oh, running away here, and you can run away from any battle.
0: Yes, which is again fantastic. <laughs> um, but I guess
1: um, sticking into the story, yeah. Um, just like it's, it's, I don't want to say it's generic, but like the story isn't like super compelling. Like you have an old mercenary character, um who used to work for the Imperial, and he's just, like, living his life.
0: Yeah, he used to we be, like, Yuri. a knight.
1: And he kind of gets just, like, drawn into this world and all these other characters because things just keep getting, like, thrown at him. And the whole time, he, like, I like Yuri because, like, one, a lot of the tales, um main protagonists are usually, like, those, like i want to save the world let me do this and like Yuri's very much the guy who's just like nah i don't really care about that like i don't want yeah do i this. love
0: yuri <laughs> as the protagonist and i was gonna say like you're absolutely right the story is nothing to write home about half the time i don't even know what's going on it's like uh a kingdom fighting against some of these warring factions and there's people in play evil people that are like in the mix trying to overtake the kingdom or whatever. I, I can't explain it well because oh, yeah. I don't care and I don't know what's going Tales on. Tales
1: have been very notorious for like Convoluted stories where, right? You're fighting. Like, usually, you'll fight like one kingdom, and then you find out like there's another like faction of something, and then a bunch of like magic starts coming into play. Yeah, and you find like ancient beasts and stuff, and you're just like, oh, whoa, this is a lot. And dude. it's not
0: convoluted in a gripping way either. Like, I don't care to know what's happening. I'm like, okay, I guess we're gonna go save the kingdom now. Sure. I, half the time, I don't even know why I'm walking to where I'm walking. But I was gonna say, what saves this story for me? it is the characters like yuri and i love carol i don't know why i love carol but i think she's hilarious um and it's interesting because i feel like i'm put in the mindset of yuri in this game very very well to the point where i first encounter these characters i'm like oh my god, they're so annoying. I don't want to be with these people. And then as the journey goes on, you get to know them. You almost fall in love with them as well. Like, oh, these guys are my friends. And you love seeing how they interact with each other. Uh, The thing that really helps a lot, TJ, you mentioned it. When you're walking from point A to point B, you get to see these optional cutscenes where they have the little boxes of the pictures of the characters and they move around and talk to each other. And that's where you learn more about their personalities and how they feel about one another, too. And I thought that was an excellent way of showing off these characters in places that aren't just in those confusing and boring cutscenes, you know? Yeah. And um, like, a cool
1: thing about it, too, is, like, you can switch who the leader of your party is at any point you can in time. You can switch who, like, the leader of your party is. So, like, you don't have to walk around as Yuri. You can walk around as Carol. You can walk around. I think you can walk around as Rapide and stuff, too. And a lot of times, like, because you can interact with, like, people in the environment and stuff usually if you switch who your character is and you talk to people sometimes you'll get different interactions mm-hmm. and you could even like get more stuff and like interact so like um sometimes you can talk to your as yuri and people will be like whatever and then like <clears throat> you'll talk as um like estelle or somebody and then people just like oh my god like i love it like thank you so much and all this other stuff so it's always kind of cool like the world kind of changes around him
0: for sure unfortunately i got to see most of yuri's stuff because i will never change him from my party leader (laughs) (laughs) we'll get to that in gameplay but my god there was a couple times where the game forced me to change party leaders which i actually liked i liked when the game is like these people are leaving your party choose a different one because then i get to explore different gameplay mechanics and also see these new scenes so for a while on the ghost ship i got to control the Uh, pirate girl I forget her name Patty is that her name yeah that's who I chose to control because I thought her gameplay I, I liked it a lot she has like a little pistol and a little dagger and she's hilarious so I went with her and I saw a lot of her scenes during that time too but she's so interesting yeah, I, the characters are really really great despite some of the voice acting that can fall flat sometimes I do think they all have their own distinct and unique personalities that I lo- I love listening to them interact with each other and I like watching them grow with each other again I like Carol a lot so seeing his relationship with Yuri grow in this game I thought is it was phenomenally done really um, and that's the only reason <laughs> I think I continue to play also the great gameplay I, I do enjoy that but it's to see where these characters are going to end up, not so much where the story takes them, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. So, Like, you're more compelled about, like, what are these characters are going to do in these situations as yes. opposed to, like, what's actually about to happen to the world.
0: Exactly. <laughs> Which I could get. Which, I mean, I'm used to from Kingdom Hearts. Like, I do care more about the characters and the story. And I, I like the story in that. Not to say I don't. But I, I think... I've always said this to me, stronger characters that I give a shit about is what pushes me through the stories that I love, as opposed to like a really well done plot and you need both. But I, I tend to say like the, characters are almost like a, a smidge more important to me at least but you can
1: also forgive more in a game if you like the characters
0: absolutely yeah I mean I, I forgive the entire story and plot line <laughs> because of them <laughs> oh my goodness so and I finally was... got that stupid aqua core and I threw it away <laughs> as soon as I got it I'm like that was the whole journey or a third of it now I guess there's a whole two thirds left I guess Yeah, I like,
1: <laughs> the aqua blastia thing was just to get Yuri out of there, yeah. Because his whole his like so so Yuri's like whole goal for like I want to say the beginning like ten percent of the game because it's like a it's a good sixty hour game. And it's just like he's trying to fix his town, so that's the only reason why he leaves because he doesn't want to do any. He's a repairman. Then, that's what he is. <laughs> and his whole thing as not even like he wants to be the repairman. He's just that guy in town, and they're like, "Hey, can you help us out?" and he's like like, begrudging like alright yeah whatever (laughs) so like he journeys out with his dog um and then just like he gets caught up in a bunch of stuff most of the time he's just like look I don't want like I'm sorry you're dealing with this I really don't want to deal with that I just want to get this shit and leave and then (laughs) like other people's like oh nah he has this piece and then he's just like alright now I gotta go over here and eventually he's just like I want to do my own thing and they find family and all this other stuff he's basically Dom Toretto
0: yeah, <laughs> and there are interesting things sprinkled throughout the world that's going on around you. Uh, there's this one mysterious figure that you can interact with in different places that I'm very compelled by. It feels very Sephiroth esque. I don't know if you're if you know what I'm talking about, TJ. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm very interested in that plot line. There's this like roaming camp that you could find throughout the world and the two characters that let you rest at that camp when you find them their story i think is pretty interesting i haven't found them too much but when i do i'm like oh okay you guys are cool
1: yeah there's like so much like thrown into this game that you can do just like on the sides and stuff like you could if you wanted to there's like a chef that pops up yeah you can just go around trying to hunt him to get like food recipes
0: He's great. Like buffs and stuff. I don't cook anything because I don't need to, but I love finding him, <laughs> you know. Yeah. He's goofy. He pops up in different places as different yeah, things. Yeah, there's like
1: them the adventure caravan. Um, the cool thing about, I guess we're still kind of We can like transition a little bit of. Yeah. Cuz like a cool thing about it is like too, once you unlock the world map, like while it does tell you like where you need to go, you can also venture off and just like check out any point else that you want to check out later in the game so like you could they could be like hey you need to go to this tower and then you walk past and you see like some desert you're like ooh, what's here and then you'll get caught up in a whole story in the desert itself
0: especially when you get access to the boat i found like i'm exploring different islands with chests on them and stuff
1: um yeah you get like motivated to just like go get your items and then you just get caught up in like other stories for sure side missions
0: but is there anything else you want to point out about the story that maybe I missed before we go into gameplay, anything?
1: Um Nothing to really point out. Like it's like it is what it is. Like if you don't enjoy the story, like you don't enjoy the story,
0: um maybe it'll pick up for me. I don't know,
1: but uh, so far I'm sure I'm sure it definitely will. Or at least like more things happen. I don't know if you like oh, this is cool or if you're just like
0: a, okay. So I mean, the pirate ship was kind of cool, but I'm, again, I was like, why? Why did this happen? <laughs> I thought I was going somewhere else. Because they needed a way for you to get
1: around without walking. <laughs> <laughs> I guess.
0: I do like, like they use ship. There's a
1: pirate ship in this. I think There's something about pirate ships, too, because Tales of Berseria also uses a pirate ship.
0: I'm um, interested in that one. When I saw the trailer for that, I'm like, okay, this looks like a cool story that I could get into. When I saw Vesperia, I'm like... I don't know. There, uh, this game isn't really grabbing my attention from the trailer, but I saw online and you said like this is a good entry point. The gameplay is really good, so I'm like, okay, I'll try this. But yeah. I might check out Berseria in the future. Like
1: I've been playing Berseria lately too, and like I like it.
0: Is that and the all one? the with the wolf? It's- um, wolf. Does she like turn into an animal or something?
1: Um, she gets like a claw.
0: Oh, okay. Maybe that's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, and the things I like about the Tales games, too, is, like, they all play differently. Oh, really? Like, they they change the... I mean, like, actually, no, even the battle system, like, they'll change it each Oh, my game. God. Like, huh. not, like, a whole bunch. Like, obviously, like, the core things are there. But, like, they call it the linear uh, battle system or something like that. And, like, they take care of that thing. And each game is different. So, like, the one in Berseria is different than the one here. The one here is different than oh the one no. that I played in Taz. Uh, but they're all just, like, about, like, building it, getting new moves, using them over and over, and things like that.
0: Okay. Hey, Azure Edge, is that what it's called? I got that at the yeah. very beginning. I have not gotten rid of it since. That <laughs> is my move. <laughs> I replaced the other ones, though, because they're yeah. clearly better. But, yeah, I guess we could transition into gameplay now, which is my favorite part of the game. I think it's, it's huge part of the game. I think it's super well done. You say huge part of the game, and yet I feel like I'm not doing it as much as I want to be doing it. Oh, uh-huh. you know. Um, but that that was a complaint about the story again. However, when you do get around to playing this game, there's a lot going on, and it'll be confusing and overwhelming at first. At least it was for me. But once you get unlock more things and have more, um, like abilities and items at your disposal, like. it's a very cool system. It's essentially, I don't want to say action game because you don't have full control over your character here, but you're placed on a battlefield where at first it's set up like a fighting game where you're, the, the enemy and you, you're facing each other, and you could run in, do a combo. Uh, you could defend, do things like that, and you have control over that. But you could also hold the L2 button, and you could run around the whole circle and around your enemy, and it becomes more free flow action like that. I think you're, a, if you're, because are
1: you playing on auto?
0: Mm, what would the difference be?
1: Uh, I think on manual, you don't have to hold L2, you could just move.
0: Oh, really? No, I'm playing on auto then. Like when I let go of like, the L2, I'm back in that straight line. Like, which I so, like,
1: auto is kind of cool because, like, a lot of times, like, they'll pick an enemy for you and you lock on. Like, you hit the attack button yes. and they'll run up and they'll attack that enemy. But you could do, like, manual where you have complete control over who you're attacking, where you're going. No, like I don't that. like
0: that in this instance because on auto, like you said, when you let go of that button, you lock on to the enemy that's, like, in your plane. If I had free control to run around like that, I feel like my aiming would be off. Like, he would whiff a lot. I don't know if that's I the that. case, but... Um, no, I mean Dev. Well, I, I do do that a lot when I, I run around an enemy to get around their backside sometimes. And when I forget to let go of that button, he starts swinging in a direction that I don't want him to. And I'm like, oh, God, get, let go. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so it's very – it is fighting game-esque in that um, it's not a turn-based JRPG. You are on that straight, flat plane where uh, you could hit upwards, you could hit – Down, like towards their legs, you could hit straight at their bodies. Uh, There's the defend button. There's sort of a jump mechanic where you do up and square at the same time, but not really. You rarely use that, at least I do. And then there's also moments where you can slow down the combat by going into the menu and using items and stuff. There's a cooldown on those items. You can't just spam those whenever you want. So there's an extra layer there to worry about. And then there's these abilities that you could use in addition to just regular combos uh, that you unlock as the game progresses. There's arts and then there's skills. Skills are like stat boots, like stat boosts, like combo plus extra hp yeah. things like that and then so your skills are i
1: think were introduced in this game
0: really yeah i like them a lot and like it's
1: cool and like you get them through like different items and weapons that you attach and yeah of like the skills and you the like stack. level them
0: up and once you do that you unlock them right yeah it's it, i i love that system a lot what other game another game does that that i played recently that i really enjoy oh uh, Final Fantasy VII. You get a new weapon that has an ability and you like upgrade it to unlock it, I believe. Nice. Um, but then there's arts, which you get a whole bunch of different arts that you could oh. use in the game <laughs> that you attach to, again, like a fighting game, different ways that you hit the controller. Up X, uh, you could use a move. Sideways X, down X, and then neutral X uh, are your different arts there. And it, There's a whole bunch of different variety of things there. For Yuri, at least, uh, a neutral X is your Azure Edge move where you just send a wind gust towards the enemy from a distance. There's one where he jumps up and comes down with his sword and has, like, a big fiery blast that comes out of it. A lot of cool different moves, and they vary depending on each character. Um, what's her name? Estelle has a lot of healing moves that are very, very useful. She's not leaving my party either. Um, yeah. so, so you like have a in whole wide game- variety for each character that you could use. And you could control any of these characters depending on who's the leader of your party. So if you don't yeah. like Yuri's fighting style a, you're crazy, and B, that's okay. You could play <laughs> another one. You could play as Carol, who's very slow. I tried him once, didn't care for it. You could do your yeah. mage. Your, Is your heavy
1: attacker. Yeah. hammer.
0: Um, so much going on here. A lot of different systems, but I I liked it quite a bit. I'm very into it. Again, it may seem overwhelming at first, but once you get more characters and more things to unlock, it becomes not only easier but more fun. Yeah, um, and
1: the cool thing about this is, like, a lot of it, too, isn't exactly, like, you need to be at this part of the game to unlock these moves. A lot of these moves... Cause first of all, you could just do regular melee attacks if you want. You can fight without arts, if you so choose, or you can use the arts. And, like, the more that you use arts, which I like about the Tales games, is, like, you can unlock different versions of them. You can unlock other moves. Sometimes you unlock, like, combination moves. So, like, um... A good example of that would be, like, um, in Tales of Symphonia, the main character, like, his main thing is a, is a move called uh, Demon Fang, where it's kind of like a slash on the ground. And then he had a move called Beast, where, like, a lion comes out and it'll, like, knock people down. Mm-hmm. And then you get a combined one, where it does a Demon Fang and a Beast and stuff like that. So it also, they do the same thing in this game, where, like, your favorite moves can combine, like, at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, like, the more you use them, that's why each, if you pay attention to it, like, each of the arts shows how many times you've used them. Oh, Cause really? Like, yeah, because you can also, like, unlock titles and, like, unlock other moves based on how many times you use it. Like, a lot of times if you use a move, like, 200 times, you'll unlock a different one and stuff like that. So you can always pay attention. Like, all right, let me level this one up. Let me work on
0: this one. Oh, God. I'm sure Cause like you can is at like, a million right
1: now. Because you can go through this game and not unlock every art there is.
0: Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure there's a ton. And there's, like, different titles you could get, too, for your character. And I bet there's tons of those that I'm not even aware of yet.
1: But there's so much in this game. Like, New Game Plus is huge for uh, the Tales games.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. I can imagine. Because, yeah, there's a whole bunch of, like, weapon skills that you might not even find if you don't buy certain weapons, right?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. And then, like, there's always, like, certain legendary weapons in the game that you can go about and find. Of and...
0: course. Okay. Yeah. It, I will say this game is very, very friendly to players it, as compared to other JRPGs. I love it. In terms of EXP scaling, if someone is not in your, like, main party, they're still going to get EXP on the side. So they're not going to be super under leveled uh, as the game goes on. And there's abilities EXP share where they can get just as much as you're earning even if they're not in the main battle and I love that because this game does force you to use certain characters at certain moments because some leave the party at certain times and I think that's great that lets you explore all the different party members they don't become just throwaway characters like you see in traditional Final Fantasy games like they're clearly a part of your party the whole time And they allow for that by letting them get as much EXP as possible even when you're not using them. Like It's friendly Mm -hmm. to players in that respect, and I love that. Persona does something similar, and I much prefer that than... I haven't even beaten Final Fantasy VI yet. I'm at the very end because it forces you to use every single party member in the finale. And I'm like, I've only been using four because those are clearly <laughs> the best ones. What the hell? So you got to spend hours and hours grinding everyone to get up to your level. And it's stupid. But anyway, this is a Tales of Vesperia review. And <laughs> Tales did it beautifully. I love it. I
1: also love how you can like control your teammates in a way like you can give them commands to follow how you want to play Yeah. so like if you get tired of your mage like running up and attacking people you can make him just like run away from all the enemies or like one of the my favorite strategies is like I would like play with repeat and repeat would always be attacking whatever Yuri attacks like everyone else can do their own thing I'd have someone set like if someone gets to a certain percentage like you have to go heal them because I don't like you're not going to go Donald on me <laughs> and then, like have the mage caster just like attacking people from afar and stuff so yeah the
0: the party member setup that you have is very in depth you could tell them exactly when and when not to do something when and when not to use an item when and not to cast a spell which uh skills they're allowed to use you could change them however you want however you want to play even in battle it allows you to cancel if a party member wants to use an item you could tell them no you can't do that right now and i think that's great because sometimes you're like okay yeah i need heals please use an item other times you're like you have like half mp you don't need that right now and you hate
1: yeah i use i hated that so much (laughs) like because, like, before I set that, there would be, like, certain characters, and they would use up, like, all of my orange gels, which, like, give you MP back. And I'm just like, why are you using this, bro? Like, you're not even casting that much spells.
0: Oh, yeah. I would I would cancel that all the time, and as soon as I got out of battle, I'd go into their little menu, and I'd be like, cannot use items. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Yeah. Um, but my strategy that I go to, and, again, that you have a wide variety of characters with different moves here, so you really can play however you want. But I use Yuri pretty much the entire time. I have Carol in my party because he's a heavy hitter. He's a tank, essentially. I have um, Estelle, who's my healer, and I don't have her go running in and hitting people. I just have her in the background healing and casting magic. And I have uh, Rita. Is that her name? The mage? Yeah. I have her also in the background casting magic heavy spells so yuri and carol are distractions essentially running in getting the attention of all the enemies while the two mages are in the backgrounds doing a lot of the the heavy lifting they healing us and casting uh attack spells but there, there's a wide variety of ways to play here you got a bow user uh, again the little pirate girl has the gun and the knife combo there that's a lot of fun she's so tiny (laughs) she's hilarious she has a crush on Yuri too which I love it's hilarious um yeah just the banter between all the characters and their different like attack styles perfectly represents their personalities I feel like as well um it's very well done. I, I'm a big fan of the gameplay here. It will take you a while to get used to. I was terrible at the beginning, but now I'm I'm steamrolling most enemies. So, like, once you get the hang of it, it's, it's a lot of fun. There was one weird difficulty spike at one part of the game. It was very early on, too. It was, like, the hill area, and there was a wolf boss I had to fight, but after that, it was smooth sailing. It was just very, very bizarre. The difficulty spike came out of nowhere, but after that good to go yeah. so once you
1: get the hang of like blocking like you're pretty good
0: yeah and there's different abilities you could get that sort of um alleviate your need to block a ton i forget the one move it's like a special magic guard or something um yeah
1: although that only like really blocks magic More yeah power. probably
0: and there's also the uh the recovery move where you hit square and you you don't get staggered you could get right back up
1: Oh, yeah, that's great. Or, like You get knocked in the air and you can recover. A-
0: aerial recovery essentially. It's amazing. Um, but yeah. Just very in-depth combat system. Very fun. Um, what else? Is there anything else about the gameplay we need to touch on? I know you mentioned the gripe you had about running everywhere, but I don't think that's new for JRPGs. A, a lot of them you gotta run around a big open world. Dragon Quest, you gotta do that. Final Fantasy, you gotta do that. The only difference here is There's no random battles. Like you could choose if you want to engage or not. So getting from point A to point B doesn't make you want to bash your head into a wall. It really doesn't. Like it's to me, it was fine.
1: (laughs) Oh, one of my favorite things about uh, the Tales series is it's four players. Wait, really? Yes, local four players. So what happens is you. You can, I mean, obviously not all four of you can walk around like the world and stuff. But once you get in the battle, if you have three other friends like sitting oh. on the couch watching you play, they can pick up controllers and they can control your other characters. Oh my so goodness! Fight, play the game together.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. <gasps> Is it like split screen?
1: No, I think it's all you're, you're just the all there. Screen, but yeah.
0: But then, who does the camera focus on?
1: I think that uh, the camera usually like zooms out.
0: Okay, gotcha. Because I know, obviously, when you you are playing the game alone, it just focuses on your guy. But yeah, that's cool. Oh, man, awesome. I'm glad they have that. That's wonderful. So that way you
1: can team up and do like team specials and Ogies and final moves and all that other stuff.
0: And this game is very replayable too. Because if you went through the whole game like I did, just controlling Yuri pretty much, you could go back in again if you want and control like repeat or something the whole time. Yeah.
1: Um, Like you could also go back in like. Because New Game Plus, you can usually choose what to take with you. So you can take, like, gold. You can take, like, your weapons. You can take your arts if you want to build those up now.
0: Oh, you don't just get everything?
1: No, you don't restart with, like, everything, everything. Okay. But you can also, like, you can go to the harder difficulties, get unlocked. Yeah, normal
0: is fine for me. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know if I want to try hard. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah. Uh Anything else that we may have forgotten that we need to touch on about tails here? or Oh, uh, no, I think we hit pretty much everything. I think so. Do I get an airship? Is that what's after the boat? I don't remember. Okay. I know there, there's got to be something after the boat. Maybe
1: there's there. usually like some kind of like airship or vehicle or something like that. Okay. I can't remember.
0: Cool. But yeah, um, I think we're ready for a vote. Yeah. So in the case of Tales of Vesperia, how do you vote? Who do you think should right. go first TJ?
1: I mean, we already know my answer. Okay. So like I'm going to say you should buy it. Um right like the game is old right now. Um it's probably discounted too. Like I think I picked it up. I got when it I picked it up.
0: $5? On
1: PS4? Well, I I paid full price on cool. Switch when it came out, but um, yeah, it's, like, it was, like, $5 on PlayStation. I want to say, like, 15 at max. Um, I'd, like, yeah, like, this, again, Tales is one of my favorite series of all time. It's one of the biggest Japanese series in, like, general. Um, doesn't get, like, a lot of love over here in America. I think it's highly, like, undervalued. Like, it's not... It's definitely not a Final Fantasy, but like it definitely deserves more respect than it gets. And like the people who play it know.
0: <laughs>
1: so so I'm gonna say that you should play it.
0: Alright. My turn. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I won't leave you in suspense. It, you should buy it though. Absolutely. Um I didn't th- I did not think I was going to vote that way at first when I first picked up this game but now after having some time with it I'm more than a third of the way in like yes I could definitively say this is a buy Uh, worth your time mainly because if i said don't buy we'd be in trouble because then we have a tie vote also (laughs) that too also because i truly believe that this game is worth your time um but it is what tj said absolutely like this game doesn't seem to get a lot of love in the west it's not very well known um i had heard of it here and there um before we started should i buy it though but it was tj who really like was mentioning like oh i love tales and symphony and all that and where i'm like okay yeah maybe i should check this out since i know an individual that actually likes it you know um and tales of a rise is coming out that's right there's a brand new one coming out in september i believe right yeah so um this game has done enough to where i am interested in seeing what that one is all about whether i buy it day one or not uh maybe not maybe not at 60 dollars yeah, yeah. but yeah
1: you might want to wait a little bit
0: <laughs> if it gets discounted at like i don't know 40 30 then yeah i think i will i definitely want to see tales of basaria Be- uh, yeah basaria yeah. symphonia um i got it at the most recent playstation st- sale on the playstation store each of them were like five bucks i just got this one i didn't get the other ones but i i do want to see the other ones at some point um particularly now to see like how the gameplay changes. TJ has me intrigued about that.
1: Especially if you do pick up birthday, let me know because that gameplay is completely different than this one.
0: I will. I will let you know. The story seems more involved too. That seems like a more personal tale from the trailer, you know? Um, I could be wrong. I don't know, but this one is a lot grander with kingdoms and battles and stuff. That one seems to be about the relationship between, I, I saw the trailer once. A, a girl and a guy, or is it sister-brother? I don't know. But Yeah, it's like her uh, brother-in-law. Her brother-in-law? Okay, cool. But yeah, the Tales yeah. of Vesperia um, is a buy for me, which means in Sweet. the case of Tales of Vesperia, you should buy it, though.
1: I'm so happy.
0: Did you think I would say you should buy it?
1: Um... I thought you would give it, like, a begrudging buy. A begrudging but would buy. Be like, it would be, like, one of those things where just like, if you don't like this, like, absolutely don't pick this up. Okay? No, it's a,
0: it's a fairly positive buy. As long as people are aware that I don't like the story. Yeah. <laughs> at least not yet. Maybe. Come
1: for the characters.
0: Definitely. Stay de- for the plot. The characters are delightful. I don't know what it is about Carol, because at first I hated him. I'm like you're annoying. That's because he's
1: kind of a yeah he is kind of annoying. I think it's just because like you kind of bond with him and like get where he's coming from.
0: And you see Yuri like. bonding with him too. Like yeah, we're buds yeah. now. He calls him Captain Carol now. I think. And I'm like yeah, that's cute because they're all they built they make their guild and stuff. Right, right. But um yeah, that's Tales of Vesperia. Very very cool stuff. Next week I believe we decided we're checking out the new game Chris Tales. Is that how it's pronounced? Chris Tales, no relation. Um. So, yeah, no relation to this. But we'll see how that game turns out. And then the week after that, we'll be checking out the brand new World Ends With You 2. Very excited for oh, that one. So excited for that. Um. The gameplay so far from the demo that I tried, it's a lot, a lot of fun. Very fun. So we'll see how that turns out. But... We would like to thank our patron, Jerry Benitatos, for his continued support. If you guys like what we do here, please go check out our other show, Dungeons & Drimbus. A lot of fun. It's our uh, live actual play D&D podcast. Not live. Just our actual play D&D podcast. We record those, but we do a lot of... can do live if you want. We have. We've done it live before. If you want us to do it live, please let us know. Um, Looking for venues become a patron tell your friends about us and if they like what we do check out our patreon uh for both this show and dungeons and drimbus your support means the world to us even if you're just listening here for the first time or for multiple times we do appreciate it thank you so much we just passed our one year anniversary not too long ago right tj yeah going a year strong here it's amazing a lot a lot of fun times we've had here um, but yeah, if you like cool stories and you want to hear us doing very fun voices and characters, go on over to Dungeons and Drimbus. We're... You
1: can also get exclusive merch if you sign up.
0: Yes. Yes, we're, we're working on the merch thing as we speak. So please go check all that out on our website and uh, our Twitter as well at Pod. You can see all of our stuff there uh, at Whimsic Productions as well. So uh, thank you all so much for listening. And we'll talk at you real soon. Goodbye.
1: Goodbye.